I think one of the challenges that we face as a church is that uh, today in our society, Christianity often faces this battle of people feeling uncomfortable or unwelcomed uh, in the presence of Christ's representatives, which is us. Those who live lifestyles that conflict with the Christian life may find uh, it challenging at times to be in our presence uh, or maybe even just come to church. You know, it's a source of agitation to be prodded always to change their ways. Jesus often encounters people in the Gospels and we see how he's able to enter into their experience. Uh, he seems to have a, a gift for that. Surprising, huh? The Lord knows things. Uh, these people will often feel uncomfortable in proper Jewish society. Find comfort with Jesus. He's able to change their lives. If we look at Zacchaeus as an example of this, you know, he's a tax collector, so he's not really on good terms with the rest of the people. He's uh, kind of been a betrayer in a sense. He went over to the Romans and he's in league with them. He's extorting them for money. And so there's all these reasons why he would not be really on good terms with the rest of society. However, on this day, Zacchaeus desires to see Jesus. He's probably heard about him. Probably people have been talking about him. And so there's a sense that he is looking to see this strange man who's out there. He wants to encounter him. And so he, he's even willing to be ridiculous and climb up a tree, right? So there's a way in which Zacchaeus is seeking. There's something in his heart that's looking desperately to be understood, to be received, to be loved, to be accepted, and he's ultimately looking to be loved. We all have that need. I don't think Zacchaeus expected to meet Jesus and, and expected him to, to be able to meet that need in his heart, but I imagine that he hoped that he would. Otherwise, why would he have been out there? Why would he have been willing to go to such great lengths? Surely, he must have heard about Jesus and was now seeking to see who this was that everybody was talking about. Now, when Jesus looks at Zacchaeus, when he looks in his eyes, there's something that happens. It's a very powerful effect. In an instant, this man who is an outcast, who has spent much of his life, you know, seeking self-gain and sort of looking after his own needs, probably had other vices as well. He repents and invites Jesus into his home. So it's like, wow, how did you do that, Jesus? Show me how to do that. Come on, help me to figure this out. This is a great skill that you have. But it's not just a skill, right? It comes from this place in Jesus that he desires us. He wants to be with us. And Zacchaeus senses that and sees that. Even as uh, his fellow countrymen were complaining about this fact, Zacchaeus is able to look at Jesus and be aware that Jesus loves him. What was it that Zacchaeus encountered in the person of Jesus that so quickly changed him forever? Zacchaeus didn't feel judged, and yet he knew in an instant that he had to change his life. He was aware. He didn't feel ashamed, and yet he was aware of his sins and wanted to repent of them. Until this moment, he probably had felt a mixture of envy or pride or even resentment towards his fellow countrymen, but now he's able to pass over that. What did Zacchaeus see in Jesus? What did he feel? It's important for us to ponder this and try to understand, because Jesus is counting on us, each one of us. He's counting on us to stand in his place so that when we encounter people like Zacchaeus, 
or like the prodigal son, or the woman at the well, or the woman caught in adultery, all of these characters that we're familiar with in the Gospels, when we encounter these kind of people, we have an opportunity to approach them like Jesus did. To change the way they see things, to live in us. We are invited to allow the Lord to take hold of our hearts. We can learn how to allow Jesus to speak through us, how to gaze through our eyes. It may seem impossible, right? It seems very difficult. How can I, as flawed as I am, as many sins as I have, how can I become an icon of Jesus to a person in a moment when they need it? It's not impossible. Jesus can do it. And if we can invite Jesus to change us, to live in us, to speak through us, then suddenly those people who feel outside of the church are going to feel something different. They will experience something new. In an age where many people are being drawn into sinful ways of life, they need an off-ramp from that life. They need a way to get out of that life and an on-ramp into an experience and a life in Christ. You and I, as flawed as we are, we can be, and we are called to be, part of that ramp system to allow people to come to Christ, to, to turn away from the mess that sometimes we find ourselves in in our lives. Many people today think that Christianity is their enemy, that Christians are full of judgment and hatred and intolerance. If they are right, then our response will be like that of the bystanders in the gospel today. In order to prove them wrong, we each need to allow Jesus to transform our own hearts, our own insecurities, our own sinfulness. This is only possible when we ourselves have had a chance to be with Jesus, when we've been changed by him, we've felt his gaze like Zacchaeus does today. A few comments or thoughts. Not everyone is open to Jesus. Not even Jesus converts everybody in an instant. Therefore, we too, with our faults and our failures, we also need to be patient with God's timing. It's not going to be an instantaneous thing for every single person we come across. But for those who are looking for Jesus, those who are ready to repent, maybe we can be a means of helping them meet Christ and know him. Zacchaeus' heart has been prepared for this moment. What can we do? Sometimes that's all we have in our role is to just prepare the ground. How can we be uh, an icon of Christ, an icon of compassion and kindness? How can we avoid being the crowd that looks on with disapproval? He's going to stay at the house of a sinner, they say. Is there any place that should be more welcoming to a sinner who wants to repent than our church? Jesus says himself, the Son of Man came to seek and save what was lost. If we are to be the presence of Christ on earth, we must be willing to seek and save what was lost. In other words, the people who need to be found should be found by us. Can we invite Jesus to share with us his gaze and his compassion? All of that being said, there can be no compromise with sin. We should always be looking for ways to win souls for Christ, but we can never soft-pedal the gospel. Jesus is always merciful to sinners who repent, but he does not tolerate pride or arrogance in someone who refuses to acknowledge their wrongdoing. Jesus invites us to be representatives, to be both compassionate towards sinners and also firmly rooted in the truth of his teachings. 
We understand that this is living in Christ, that that's the only way we can live this way, that we find strength by what He does in us. Jesus, change my heart. Make me more like yours. Heal in my heart the wounds that rest there, that I may turn because of your, your heart living in the world. When I encounter the brokenness of others, may your grace guide my words and actions to be the balm that brings repentance and restoration, just as you did for Zacchaeus.